Cause she's a Jezebel St. Andrew Jezebel Cause she's a Jezebel St. Andrew Jezebel Hey y'all, you're listening to the season three finale of the St. Andrew's Jezebel podcast. My name is Ashley. I'm a third generation Panama City native. I'm a singer songwriter and I'm also a Floriopolis volunteer. This makes episode 77 total for me on my podcasting journey. And I have to tell you, I really love the process. It makes me so happy to meet with our locals and to hear their stories and then share our conversations with y'all. Thank y'all so much for all your love and support and to everyone who's been on the show. For our season finale, we welcome a mystery guest. In fact, they are so mysterious, I don't even know who they really are. The interview was recorded remotely with the admin of a popular Instagram account called Panama City Official. Unless you've been living under a rock, you've probably seen the memes about the anarchist salty cats of St. Andrews, water bill paying meth heads, as well as some citizen highlights. This is a hilarious meme account that I enjoy throughout my week, and I think anyone who has a good sense of humor also will. I'm taking a short break, but the podcast will return June 30th with another season with great salty locals. If you've been enjoying the podcast and you'd like to show your support, you can make a one-time donation on our coffee page. I'll include it in the show notes below. Also, you might notice that the podcast is currently 100% listener supported, but if you'd like to sponsor an episode, just send me a DM and I'll send you a media kit. For a more enhanced experience, please follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. So if you want to show your support, Share this episode with all your salty friends. I want to again thank our mystery guest, Panama City Official, for being on the show, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Well, y'all, sit back, relax, grab your favorite beer, and enjoy the show. We are here with the admin, Panama City Official, which is a hilarious meme account on Instagram. Uh, You're buttering my biscuit. (laughs) Of course. And so how did you get into making the memes and when did you get started? So I actually used to be really involved in the community and I was in a bunch of different committees and stuff. And I always felt really frustrated at sort of our inability to make big changes. And so as like an outlet for frustrations, I guess, about the city, I started the the page and I thought it was funny. And at first it did start out kind of like, really involved in local politics and then it kind of broadened its scope to be more of a funny uh, thing well it's awesome i could say that whenever i'm having a crummy day i can go look at that and pretty soon i'm in a much better mood (laughs) i love that that's great one of the things that i appreciate about your instagram account is that you highlight a lot of things that i think are true about bay county in a hilarious way and whenever I see it, I think this person must spend a lot of time thinking up the the concepts and also just the graphic design alone. How much time do you usually spend making these memes? So I guess at first it took a little bit longer, but eventually I got really good at it. And so I have the Adobe Creative Cloud. And so I got the Adobe Creative Express to make a lot of these graphics and stuff. And it really only takes about like 15 minutes maybe to tie one up. And then I'm doing full like online school telework right now. So I have plenty of time. Oh, well, that's awesome. I I relate to that because I I make a lot of audiograms for the podcast myself, but at first it would take me forever to make something that lasts 30 seconds, but eventually you sort of make a template for yourself. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like that. Are you alone in this venture or do you have another mysterious assistant? So we do a little funny group chat going called the city council and it was just some people that were really interested in the page early on and wanted to help out and stuff and so they do submit ideas sometimes to there but it's mainly just uh, me making the stuff 
Awesome. So I was looking through some of your beams just a few minutes ago. And what inspired the meth and water building? Is that really a thing people do? I wouldn't be surprised if someone in Panama City was doing meth while paying their water bill. You know, at least they're handling their addiction responsibly, I suppose. It's more just a combo joke because in this Instagram page, I'm like pretending to be a dystopian version of the city kind of that really takes water bill payments seriously. And then everyone around kind of knows that meth is a big issue locally. And so it, just, it was just a combination of both thoughts. But no, I don't really think anyone's doing meth while paying their water bill. I thought it was a way of funding to pay their water bill. Hey, can you um, donate to me so I can pay my water bill? But really, they're out buying <laughs> meth, maybe. <laughs> Do you think there's any hope for Bay County? Oh, absolutely. I think the future is brighter than dimmer. I think there was just sort of a bad timeline of events. I think Hurricane Michael hit at just the wrong time, like two years before COVID topped off. And then we're just kind of experiencing the same problems the rest of Florida and probably the United States is feeling at the moment. And so I think things are just kind of cruddy right now, but they are rebuilding stuff. And I did notice the other day that all the trees were covered in green stuff again. I would say that's hope right there. That's pretty hopeful. Yeah, yeah. And I love to see that. And then they're rebuilding things finally. And they're starting to repair houses and tear old ones down and build new stuff. And I'm just excited to see the future. I'm very hopeful about it. Me too. We won't have so many Dr. Seuss looking trees around here because it, it looks weird as hell with, <laughs> with those it Dr. Seuss trees. It does look so trees. weird without the trees. What's the deal with the salty cats? I've seen several memes <laughs> teasing the salty cat lady. <laughs> Jackie. You know, I was never out to tease Jackie. I, I think, so I love Jackie and everything she does. And I think maybe when she was getting upset, she maybe just didn't realize this was a satire page. And yeah, so the Salty Cats, I've been aware of the Salty Cats for a really long time. And I used to help feed Salty Cats and stuff. And I just think it's a really neat, quirky community thing to have that we've all kind of gathered around these cats. And then one day I was just making fun of politics and I was like, are the salty cats radical communists? Then we sort of played off of that for a while with them being sort of like these edgy political ideologues. And then we just keep tying back into it. I think that they're anarchists at this point in the storyline. People just seem to eat it up. Of course they are. They're cats. And and that's sort of how <laughs> I interpreted those memes as well. Saying, you know what? This is a really clever way to actually promote the salty cats. Yeah, and that was kind of my intention is I wanted all the young people to be aware that the salty cats were a thing. And I do like whenever Jackie does share something, I do share it to my story and be like, this is a way you could support the real salty cats that aren't radical communists. Very cool. I love that idea. And so joking aside, what do you love about St. Andrews? St. Andrews is so, 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 so pretty. And I love the big oak trees in the surrounding neighborhoods and how well people take care of their gardens and stuff. And like the Main Street area is so cute. It's a, it's adorable. I mean, it's very much like an old Florida vibe. But like inside of this old Florida vibe, you just have this whole community of people that have come together and like really care about their community and want to make genuine improvements there. And that's quite inspiring to see. And I just love to see how active it is. And y'all are especially active all over social media. I don't live in Saint, but I do visit quite often. And I am aware of all the tags and stuff. You guys are super active. And it's just awesome the way that 
groups together. I love seeing a lot of traffic and pedestrians. Same here. The only thing I don't love about St. Andrews is that there are no public restrooms. And I've been kind of secretly mm-hmm. hoping that you might create something that's lack of restroom inspired because <laughs> they're far few and in between. <laughs> yeah, I could totally do that. I'll, I'll make it happen. That would be awesome. So I may be completely delusional, but I thought I saw where you were doing some live streams. Is that so? And if so, are they scheduled or are they at random? They are so random. To be honest, what happens is I get lonely and drunk and then I get random messages and it's like, you should go live. You should go. Okay. Okay. True. And then usually it's just me talking to like the teenagers. (laughs) And I don't know. It's nothing serious. It's not planned. It's not part of the work. It's just goofy and spontaneous. I love that. We definitely need more of that. I could start making a scheduled thing maybe if people would like that. Absolutely. And do you stay in disguise when you do these? Sometimes. It depends how reckless I'm going to get. Because honestly, I don't really think I'm going to get in trouble for the, but I think it just, it helps the overall vibe if no one knows what I look like. Because there's like this whole mystery of like, who runs it? I wonder who runs it, you know, and they all hype their theories about who it is and they don't know. Sometimes if I'm feeling reckless though, and there's only five people in the live, I'll do a face reveal. Sometimes I wear a disguise. I have this little like bird hat thing. And like these sunglasses, they got lights all over them and stuff. Oh my God, I love that. And I think you should keep up the anonymity because I think the mystery of it is part of the fun, even for me. You know, I'm kind of glad that I can't see you. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, I'm not like scared or anything. It's just to keep up the lore and the vibe and uh, have people guessing. Because I'd like, so I graduated high school a little bit ago, but like all the high school students think it's like one of their friends or something that are running it and i'll get random messages all the time and be like are you this are you this person are you that person or like the gulf coast students think it's one of their friends and they're like is are you this are you this guy it's very fun it is fun and like i can relate to that because i substitute teach i'm a broke musician and the kids will be looking at your instagram while they're in my classes really trying to figure yes i'm for real and they're they think it's one of them so did i see that you have merch too is that right yes so i do have merch it's woefully outdated i really need to make some more like the current lore i guess but it is a thing and you can buy it i don't really make any money off of it but it is like free clout people do buy it we do have some salty cats merch and we have some goofier ones don't feed the governor What's something that you're looking forward to in this area's development? What am I looking forward to? Well, for one, I'm really hoping for housing to become affordable again. That would be dope. That's a good one. I think that there are some strides being taken towards environmental preservation. I would like to see that. And I do notice there's a couple of organizations like Panama City Quality of Life has been doing a lot of really cool smaller projects around the area. And then there are some downtown has been like popping lately. And there's there's a lot of little things happening that I think are going to make the community a lot more vibrant put together and a fun place to live. Absolutely. And so what do you hope to continue doing? What can we expect from the Instagram account coming up? Any uh, jokes we should look out for? Applebee's might make a comeback. I don't think I've seen those. You didn't see the Applebee's lore? I think I missed those. Okay. Well, we had a mysterious incident at Applebee's and it took a couple months for the joke to finally hit the punchline. I gotta check that out. Well, that'll be excellent. I'm sure Jackie will appreciate it. She's awesome. I adopted my two cats from Jackie and I can't imagine life without them. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I have my own salty cat. Fantastic. Well, so thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I really appreciate your memes. They really do brighten my day. And I know they brighten my students' day because sometimes I'll have to really try to get their attention because they're looking at your <laughs> memes. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I love that so much. I'm so happy to hear that, like, all kinds of people in the community are enjoying it. Oh, yeah. And the thing I like about when they look at your memes is it actually, in an indirect way that they're not even thinking about it, they're learning about some of the real issues that we're having that you're addressing in a humorous way. And I think that's pretty cool. Well, I feel like that's just the only way to keep uh, Gen Z's attention mainly because you're competing with this constant flow of information and content coming from all angles and all directions. And if you want to justify their attention span and really buy some of their time to pay attention to these issues, you got to make it funny, which is kind of part of what I do. Well, you've done a great job and it's quite insightful. And I really hope you keep what you're doing. What's your Instagram handle so folks can find you? Panama underscore city underscore official. All right. Fantastic. And are you on other platforms or just Instagram for now? So right now, just on Instagram, I've thought about expanding into Facebook. Instagram is just kind of my realm of expertise and it's where the younger audience is, but might migrate to Facebook. So I have noticed there are a few people from the sheriff's department that have messaged me and apparently it's really popular among the sheriff's department, but a lot of them are kind of old and don't have Instagram. So I might expand into Facebook. Are they enjoying it? From my understanding, yes, they really enjoy it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I can't stop thinking about that one that was supposed to either today or yesterday, the one about the kissing. A stop and kiss program. That is fantastic. Awesome. Well, I, that's even better that even they're getting a kick out of it and they're not just being a stick in the mud. That's great. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the St. Andrews Jezebel podcast. I wish you all the best. Folks, check out this Instagram account. This is fantastic. If I had any money, I'd tell you I'd give you a hundred bucks if you don't laugh. So go look at it and enjoy. And again, till next time, keep St. Andrews salty. Hashtag beautiful beaches. That too. One of the best things about St. Andrews is that you can see live music every day. That's right. There is live music being played somewhere in St. Andrews seven nights a week. Fortunately, my friend Ken Schaefer creates and publishes a weekly schedule for St. Andrews as well as most of Bay County. Ken's spreadsheet schedule is updated often when there's any changes. Ken also shares individual music events and is walking the walk and talking the talk when it comes to supporting live music. Not only does Ken supply the music schedules, but he attends several music performances a week and takes fantastic photos of the musicians. As a working musician myself, I feel blessed to have Ken and his wife Donna as treasured members of our local musical family. Make sure you like and follow Ken's page, Salty Sounds in St. Andrews, and Oh Boy Music on Facebook, so that you'll always know where all the live music will happen. Thank you so much, Ken, for everything you do. And now for some community events for the week of June 6th. Good news, y'all. The captain's table is coming back and they are hiring. From Monday through Friday, they will be accepting applications for all positions. The captain's table is located at 1110 Beck Avenue across from Native Spirit. This Thursday night, the Taproot Panama City Comedy presents hilarious regional and national touring comedians. Tickets are $15 and the show starts at 7.30 and there will be a food truck on site. June 14th is the next Adventures in Marriage program. This is a free and fun interactive program that provides practical skills for healthy, happy, and successful marriages. 
This will be happening at the Lake Huntington Park and is presented by the Panama City Quality of Life Department. To find a class near you, visit aimclasses.org or contact Logan Kelly at 850-832-3291. The market at St. Andrews is every Saturday from 9 to 1 in the Oaks by the Bay Park, located at 2715 West 10th Street. This is the perfect place to support local farmers, food trucks, and the musicians who will be performing at the tap room right across the street during the market. Have you seen the new Floriopolis Coastal Birds exhibit on Janie's Fence? It's beautiful. All the artwork was created by Floriopolis volunteers, and the exhibit is also managed by Floriopolis volunteers. The exhibit will be up for June and July, and artists featured in the exhibit are Jim Hayton, J.D. Justice, Heather Parker, Silas Dyer, Dolly Jewell, Annie Mae, Barbara Dyer, and art students from Chautauqua. That's all the community events I've got for this week. Tune in next week for more. Thank y'all so much for listening to the season three finale of the St. Andrews Jezebel podcast. And thank you to Panama City Official for being on the show. I hope y'all will join us June 30th for the premiere of season four. In our next season, I'm pleased to welcome some great local comedians such as Tam Taylor, Janet Fortune, and also welcoming back my friend Tyler James for a follow-up episode, just to name a few. I'd like to give a shout out to my friend Henry Brigmon, who has started his local podcast. It's called Sweet Home PCB. You can find this on all streaming platforms. Everyone follow Henry. He's got a great show and he's a great resource for anyone interested in real estate and what's happening in Panama City Beach. As always, if you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our coffee page where you can make a one-time donation. It will be in the show notes below. If you liked our theme song, it was written by me and recorded by Dave Schwartz at Boundless Sounds on the campus of Gulf Coast State College. Again, if the podcast has brought value to your life, hit that follow button, share with all your salty friends, or consider donating to the podcast. Your donations help keep me going, help me pay for the web posting, my editing software, gas to go interview the guests, and the time spent creating the episodes. To those who have made donations and shared, thank y'all so much. We'll see y'all back June 30th with the season four premiere of the St. Andrews Jezebel podcast. Till next time, keep St. Andrews salty.